everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular's single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833995 gold 833995 g o l d when you have health insurance it's easy to forget about your out of pocket costs that can be a lot of money but are your bills even accurate it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors healthlock can help healthlock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling wrong codes and fraud you can even have healthlock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills to date healthlock has helped its members save over 130 million dollars to save visit healthlock.com today that's healthlock Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back in Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Encourage you as always, go subscribe to the podcast. You'll get us. You'll get uh, a lot of fabulous work from Carol Markowitz and from Tudor Dixon. Also podcast specials as it comes up on the holiday season many of you probably going on the road including me i leave on friday buck's gonna have the show next week for you solo i'm headed off to australia cannot wait never been wanted to go my whole life taking the whole family uh we're gonna talk but some of you may want to be able to listen to the show all over the place you may be traveling like i am uh miranda divine gonna join us at 1 30 from the new york post julie kelly going to join us at 2.30, and uh, we'll certainly be talking with Miranda about the Hunter Biden latest. Uh, but, Buck, another big story that is out there uh, that I think is uh, that I think is pretty significant, and I want to make sure that I get this, uh, this right, so I'm pulling up the article. This is from Politico. Uh, the Supreme Court is going to review the scope, this is their headline, of an obstruction law that Trump is charged with breaking, but that they have used, I believe, to charge over 300 Jan 6th uh, prisoners with. And here's the opening paragraph. Supreme Court has agreed to take up a case that could derail hundreds of January 6th felony prosecutions and could also deal a blow to special counsel Jack Smith's prosecution of former President Donald Trump. Uh, the case arising from the prosecution of a Jan 6 defendant accused of pushing against police and inflaming a mob attempting to breach the Capitol calls into question prosecutors' handling of an obstruction law. Uh, they've, been, they've been using this federal charge, obstruction of an official proceeding. It's a very uh, ambiguous and amorphous, n- relatively new federal charge it carries a 20-year maximum sentence and is one of the four felony counts that Trump is facing. Uh, and another count charges them with conspiring 
to violate that obstruction law. So this is basically half of the charges that have been brought against uh, uh, Trump. Now, Buck, what I what I want to mention before we kind of dive back into this is, in theory, if you were going to charge someone with obstruction of an official proceeding, which carries a 20-year sentence, Jamal Bowman, congressman from New York, who pulled the fire alarm to keep the House of Representatives from being in order, this would be an easy charge to potentially get with him. Anyone, in theory, who is showing up on Capitol Hill and disrupting any public hearing, in theory, any protesting anything for any reason, in theory, could also be charged with this. So so all those crazy code pink ladies, remember all them? Showing up at all these hearings and making the noise and disrupting, and we have to get people to, you know, order, and we... Do, do they, they face 20 face years 20 in federal years. prison? Yes. I mean, this also brings up a whole other thing, which is pretty much every federal crime is like 10, 20 years in prison. It's crazy. And they, they do this so that, effectively, if the federal government decides that you've done something, your options are plead guilty for a, you know, usually a substantial or a substantially lesser sentence, or... Your your life is basically over. I mean, twenty years in federal prison. You know, good luck. So, so anyway, yeah. So here is the big takeaway. So first of all, we're going to talk with Julie Kelly about this in detail because she's been covering this fabulously well on all the Jan six cases. But here's what it means for Trump, Buck. I don't see any way this case is going to trial on March fourth. I I I don't see any. Now I know we talked earlier in the week. Was it Andy McCarthy? Andy said, "Gun to his head." And those were his words. He still thinks that this goes through, but he said he sounded like he was sixty forty on it. You know what I mean? Like it's it's very tight. And that was also before the Supreme Court announced they were accepting this case. So I actually would be curious what Andy would say now, because I bet he would agree with me, because if half of the criminal charges that Trump is facing are now before the Supreme Court, and I think likely to be found to be, as they have been applied to the Jan 6 political prisoners, which they're trying to do to Trump now, not legally viable, because I don't know why else they would take this case. I I can't imagine they would take this case to say, yes, we agree with the lower court, this should definitely be used. I think they're going to say that the way that the federal government has prosecuted under this potential, this particular statute is not within the bounds of the law as the Supreme and, Court sees it. And think of the, the shift in the narrative that would occur uh, to anyone who's being honest. If this were to happen, it would be the Supreme Court having to step in and say, Hey guys, you overzealously prosecuted Correct. these January 6th defenders. You unfairly destroyed, using the law beyond the actual intent of the statute, to destroy January 6th protesters, which also goes to, you know, Trump told us uh, last time we, we sat down with him that there's going to be a lot of pardons for J, for J6 people anyway. I think this would just add, not that he necessarily needs any momentum for that, but for the general public it would show that there really has been abuse here. You know, you and I have been talking about this, and we've been highlighting Julie Kelly's work for a long time. We were talking about this back in 2021, um, and this is something that I think people, the more they learn about it, the more they recognize, yeah, you know, it's one of these things, right? You could say, yeah, was it was it unwise to uh, be part of the mob and go to the Capitol that day? Well, it depends on who the person was and what they did. 
But should they be treated like Al-Qaeda and, you know, arrested at gunpoint in their homes and then locked up in solitary confinement and then face years in federal prison? No, this isn't the gulag system. What the heck is going on here? People who have been saying that have been, like us, have been speaking the truth on this issue. That's reality. I donated money to Julie Kelly's group to try to get people good lawyers because I think Republicans have been remiss on this situation because so so many of them were afraid of any connection to January 6th at all, that even saying this is over-prosecution and it's indefensible. And remember, the over-prosecution of January 6th-related charges is happening at the same time that Washington, D.C. has been dropping felony charges to misdemeanors for almost everyone else. So it's not just... I mean, it would be one thing if you said, hey... The D.C. prosecutors, man, they go after everybody. You you create a minor offense, they try to put you in prison forever yeah. for every offense. You might or might not agree with it, but it would be a consistent application of an aggressive form of the law based on prosecutorial decision-making. Here, they're throwing the book at everybody Jan 6th, and they're simultaneously doing virtually nothing to other people charged with serious violent crimes. In fact, they're dropping them from felonies to misdemeanors. And but for again, two of the four charges against Trump on this March 4th case are now in severe question. There's going to be a huge briefing schedule associated with it. I would imagine that Trump's lawyers are all saying, wait a minute, now we definitely can't have Trump stand trial on two charges that the Supreme Court is potentially going to say have been inaccurately applied for Jan 6-related charges. So I wonder whether Jack Smith is going to have to revise his overall charges against Trump, potentially drop these two and hold them in abeyance, and go forward with the other two. I mean, he's in a really tough spot here, and I just don't... Maybe we can text Andy McCarthy and see if he wants to revise his... uh, his prediction now that this latest decision has been made, but I just, I don't see any way possible that these four charges can be brought against Trump on March 4th. I, I just, I, I really don't. And I mean, just think about for a moment, if all of these, if now all of the trials, I still think one or two are going to happen. I don't know if it's one or two, but let's say if all of them aren't going to happen before the election, then we have the situation where Donald Trump either wins and wipes this all away as president or loses and then the next administration, Biden or whomever, has to make a decision as to whether or not they continue with that persecution. Um, it, 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 this is why we say this election is going to be unlike anything I think we've ever this, seen before. This is also why I would say if this trial is not starting on March 4th, and based on the news today, I think it's going to be very hard to start it on March 4th. If they get pushed back, and let's say Joe Biden were to win, I can see Biden covering up his Hunter Biden pardon by also pardoning Trump. Because at that point, again, I'm saying if Biden won uh, re-election, and we know he's going to pardon his son, and these these Hunter charges are not going away. We agree 100% that Hunter's going to, uh, Biden's not yeah. letting his son go to I mean, prison. I, I, yeah, I mean, if I'm the president, the chance of my son going to federal prison, zero. Like, I'm just going to be honest about that, right? This is not happening. Especially if he convinces himself that, even though it's not true, all these charges are political in nature. But I could see if Biden won, 
I could see him pardoning Trump on these charges when he also pardons his son. Because if he pardons his son, I think it would be hard for the national media not to absolutely crucify Joe Biden. I I, I think Biden, my my belief, and I don't pretend that anyone really knows what's going to happen here, but my prediction is Joe Biden is the candidate. It is whispered constantly that Kamala will take over. Don't worry. This is just to... Just to swindle people in one more election yep. and have one more, you know, ballot harvesting mass media operation that pushes Joe over the finish line. And then right around Christmas time, Joe pardons his son, says he has health issues. And oh gosh, the inauguration's actually going to celebrate the swearing in of the first black female president, Kamala Harris. That's what I actually think is going to happen if the Democrats win. I don't believe Democrats are going to win. But if a Democrat wins, that's how it goes down in my mind. I think he would step down after the midterms. I think he would hold on for two years, and then you don't have any real power, and then you give Kamala Harris two years to be the presumptive. But I think 100% he would in December, regardless of what happens. I think he'll pardon Hunter. Well, the the only reason, well, but see, then, then it comes down to, do you really think that the Democrat electorate cares that much that he pardons his son. I think the answer is no, actually. So I, I might even co-sign with you that he that that uh, Biden stays on a bit longer. So it's not so much for me about the might feel a little sudden, although he could claim a health issue and he's got a health issue every day. Right. That's the yeah. thing. It's the truth. That's why he has a he has a get out of presidency free card whenever he wants to, because he shouldn't be in the presidency anymore. So, yeah, tough. I also think that he would get criticized for pardoning his son, but I think he could probably, in his mind, argue that the election was a validation of the fact that yes. his son was not correct. But I think, I think the way right. that he would do it is I, I, I really legitimately think that he would pardon Biden, uh, his own son, and then also Trump. Because at that point, they don't, Trump would be 82 by the time this is all done. He would have already won the election. He would have gotten all of the lawfare. Now, this wouldn't impact whatever's happening in New York City. It wouldn't impact necessarily whatever's happening in Atlanta. Although, if Trump can't be convicted of what's being charged federally in D.C., Buck, I don't see how the Atlanta case has any merit at all. I understand it's under state law, but if it's under the presidential powers to act as as he did in the Jan 6 related issues, I don't see how that wouldn't also implicate uh, Georgia as well. Uh, but that would still be something he couldn't pardon himself on. Uh, holiday season, Tunnel the to Towers Foundation delivering on its commitment to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes during their annual season of hope. The foundation's delivering mortgage-free homes to dozens of America's severely injured veterans, first responders, and gold star and fallen first responder families. One hero who received a home during the foundation season of hope, Captain James Howard. Captain Howard served for years, mostly in the 82nd Airborne Division and training for special forces, but he sustained many serious uh, injuries. Today, he's a C-5 quadriplegic who lost his hand and leg functions and is paralyzed from the chest down. Tunnel the Towers gave Captain James Howard and his family a fully adapted mortgage-free smart home to ease a financial burden and to make the day-to-day movements of his life easier. Help and honor America's heroes this holiday season. Join Buck and myself and donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. 
The voices of sanity in an insane world. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Pure Talk, the cell phone company we both rely on, is further investing in their customers without charging an extra penny. Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in more than 50 countries, too. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. You keep your phone number and your phone unless you want to get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Up to you. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. You remember remember when there was a, uh, a Bud Light... Boycott moment. I don't even think anyone was calling for a boycott. It just happened. There was a point in time because of the Dylan Mulvaney campaign. Dylan Mulvaney, a transgender influencer um, who is an adult man who uh, puts on the costume and, and trappings of like a 12-year-old girl. It's uh, creepy. Which, which is weird. Just want to say, it's not, Dylan Mulvaney doesn't present as, you know, I, I, however old, the, the guy's probably 25 or something. He's not like I'm a 25 year old woman. I mean, the way he acts is what you'd expect a, like a 12 or a 14 year old girl to act like. I mean, it's very weird. But anyway, um, Bud Light was having a tough time. Clay actually had his Bud Light test, uh, field test, if you will. Back of, in May. Yeah. Of nobody was drinking Bud Light. No, I have not made, seen Buck mention this too. Nobody's drinking Bud Light at tailgates, college football, NFL tailgates that I've seen. There's lots of beer. I didn't see a single Bud Light at any of the tailgates that I went to this fall. Dana White, as you all know, is a founder of UFC and uh, a, a very successful guy, an outspoken guy. 
He also has a partnership with Bud Light now, and here he is saying the following. This is Cut 13. Let me tell you what. If you consider yourself a patriot, right, you're a patriot, you should be drinking gallons of Bud Light. Believe me when I tell you. Wait, wait, wait. I should be be boycotting Bud Light. Gallons of Bud Light. You should have Bud Light drums stacked up in your garage and drinking it right out of the keg. They are way more aligned with you than most of these other beer companies are. That I guarantee you. I, who lean more this way, yep. I, who consider myself a patriot, I don't go crazy over the whole patriot thing, but I consider myself a proud American. I'm happy to be an American. I love this country. And you are way more aligned with Anheuser-Busch than you are with other beer companies. Clay, two questions. No. I think Anheuser-Busch, if you're truly a patriotic brand, should come out and say we screwed up. Going to get Dana White, going to get Peyton Manning, going getting, I guess, Travis Kelsey, whoever it is that they've tried to partner with to try to sell Bud Light now, to me is not enough. And I'm not going to drink Bud Light. I, I the, the beer is not different enough to me if they don't apologize for what they did for me to decide, hey, I'm going to go consume that brand now. I'm just not. And look, Dana White took a hundred million dollars from Bud Light, and it's amazing how suddenly he's convinced that Bud Light is super patriotic. Maybe if Bud Light gave me a hundred million dollars, suddenly I would think they were really patriotic too. But I think it's, you know, a little bit questionable when somebody gives you a hundred million dollars and then you turn around and you talk about how awesome they are. Well, yeah, they gave you a hundred million dollars. I mean, there's, I couldn't I become like, I couldn't become a Democrat for a hundred million dollars, Clay. But could I pretend that I like the taste of Bud Light? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of people out there nodding along. Like, yeah, if you gave me a hundred million dollars, I would claim it's a great beer, right? But they still haven't admitted what they did was wrong, and it's probably the most successful conservative boycott ever. So I wouldn't allow them to get back into your good graces just because they're paying people hundreds of millions of dollars to tell you that they're patriotic. Uh, every product my pillow has is a winner. That includes their latest product, the My Towels. You go into stores, towels feel soft at first. You get home, and they aren't anywhere near as absorbent. That's a whiff. My Towels do what a towel is supposed to do, absorbent and soft. What makes them work is the type of cotton they're made with. Game changer in the bathroom. Let's face it, we don't get many of those. Pick up a set as a Christmas gift for someone right now. You can get a six-piece set as low as $29.98 with our names Clay and Buck as the promo code. And if you're feeling fancy, you can get the designer premium line for just 20 bucks more. Today's the last day you can order them and still get free shipping. No minimum spend required, so get on it. Yes, all of you out there, guys, who usually don't take uh, responsibility for this, how about impress your wives for once? Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special square to check out the My Towel. Use the Clay and Buck promo code for 50% off. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We are joined now by Miranda Devine, who deserves all the Pulitzers for her Hunter Biden New York uh, Post expose uh, surrounding that Hunter Biden laptop. I'll just tee you up here, Miranda. What did you think of Hunter Biden's performance? And his suggestion that this was all political, that he was just a poor addict, that there's nothing that he's done wrong, and pretty significantly the moving of the goalposts that continues to occur, where now he's basically saying that his dad did not directly financially participate, whereas Joe Biden, back when he ran for president, said, I had absolutely nothing to do with Hunter's business. He made no money from China. 
there's a lot of shifting that is going on here. How, what, how, what's your assessment of what you saw? Yeah, the, the shifting of the goalposts is absolutely breathtaking, and um, it it should have the media with their heads on swivels, but they just roll with the punches, most of them. Um, look, I thought it was a uh, a performance, just as you said, and um, of course, uh, you know, it's sort of been been painted as being bold and brash and courageous, but there's really nothing courageous about um, flouting a congressional subpoena. Um, when you know that you've got your, your father's pardon power in your back pocket. There's just no consequences ever for Hunter. And uh, I think that his decision today to hold that kind of woe is me press conference instead of uh, turning up to the committee hearing where they were, he was supposed to testify um, is just a, another example of the kind of privilege that the Bidens think that they're entitled to. Um, they, you know, talk about being above the law. They think they should have special treatment. Every other witness uh, that's turned up to these House Oversight or um, Ways and Means or Judiciary Committee hearings, it's always been the same routine. You go and you sit for a closed-door deposition where the lawyers are able to... They have an hour each from both sides to ask really in-depth questions and get into granular detail rather than have the clown show that I'm sorry, that's what the public hearings are um, up on Capitol Hill where, you know, Democrats and Republicans get five minutes each and both sides just grandstand. So that's why you have the closed-door deposition. And then after that, you can have the public hearing, if you like. Um, but, you know, Hunter Biden knows that and so does his very expensive lawyer, Abby Lowell. So instead... They just chose to do this PR strategy and Hunter just used the same cynical kind of uh, tactic that his father has employed to great effect throughout his political career and that is painting himself as an object of pity, playing on the public sympathy and empathy. Um, and, you know, you, you notice there, I think he mentioned um, his addiction, uh, the struggles that he had in his recovery and so on three or four times and um you know as if like he says oh i was i was you know irresponsible with my finances but it's a lot more than that and the main i think the top line which you mentioned initially was that he uh made a point of saying that there's no evidence that his father the president was financially involved in my business and that is a very clever a loyally term of uh, art there. Those words have been very carefully parsed and that's because they know that there's just overwhelming evidence um, and it comes from bank records, it comes from testimony from eyewitnesses, it comes from, uh, you know, iCloud warrants, uh, warrants, search warrants of Hunter's iCloud um, and so on that uh, Joe Biden um, met with Hunter Biden's overseas business partners that were giving him, you know, millions of dollars to the, to the tune so far that the Republicans and the IRS have figured out $24 million from China and Russia and Ukraine and so on. Joe Biden made himself available. He knew exactly what was happening, that he was being sold to the highest bidder. And, you know, that's why I think Andy McCarthy and, um, and Jonathan Turley have made this very, uh, you know, important and salient point, which is 
that you don't need to prove that any money went into Joe Biden's bank accounts, even though James Comer has found, I think, $240,000 that did go from from Jim Biden to Joe Biden's bank accounts um, and some sort of money from Hunter's, um, which they dress up as a loan. But you don't have to prove that for bribery, um, which is part of the impeachment, you know, one of the impeachment uh, crimes, um, because the statute for bribery just says that you have to um, have provided services in your official capacity um, in return for benefits. And those benefits went to his immediate family, um, you know, millions of dollars of benefits. And so Joe Biden appearing, you know, meeting with Hunter's business partners, uh, showing up on, uh, Devin Archer said up to 20 phone calls, I'm told there are more, on the speakerphone to speak to Hunter's business partners. Um, you know, the firing of the Ukrainian prosecutor, which is the big quid pro quo, which they're the most worried about. Um, all of those things are benefits um, where Joe Biden used his um, official powers to benefit his son and his brother. Speaking of Miranda Devine of the New York Post and, and Miranda, you know, I, I think that you're seeing this the way I am, which is that I don't believe Hunter Biden is worried at all about the legal consequences, at least in terms of incarceration and serving any kind of a prison sentence. We can yeah. uh, we can see that one. But are the people in and around Biden world concerned that this is actually causing real political harm to Joe Biden? Or do they think they'll be able to pull the, oh, Hunter's just an addict and his dad loves him and he had nothing to do with it card and that will be enough? Look, um, I think you know they they have the media on their side, so they can manipulate and control the narrative in any way they like. I think the fact that you've had this week um, some Democrats have come out, I think like Chris Murphy, and have um, effectively thrown Hunter under the bus um, and just said, look, you know, he's troubled, he's he's done terrible things, blah blah blah. But they just cauterize him from his father, and they they will just. And I think there are a lot of people, you just look at the Washington Post comments uh, under stories in the New York Times, um, who are very ready to forgive Joe Biden and to say his only crime was to be a loving father and he suffered enough tragedy in his life, they both have, leave them alone, you cruel Republicans. And it's very cynical and I guess that's what Joe Biden has done throughout his career. I mean, it's um, he's had 40-some-odd years to cement this image of himself as honest Joe, modest Joe, uh, Joe who's, you know, full of empathy because of the tragedies that he, you know, the, the legitimate tragedies that he has suffered uh, in his life. Um, but he's leveraged that um, politically. You know, the photo, uh, I always think of this, um, when his uh, wife and baby daughter were killed in a car crash at the very beginning of his Senate career, and Hunter and his brother Bo were just, little tiny tots and they were badly injured in the car accident and so they're in hospital all bandaged up and uh, you know little one you know motherless boys lying on this hospital bed and Joe Biden invited the photographers and the media scrum into that room to photograph him while he was being sworn in and you know that touched the heartstrings of two generations of American voters and you can't help but uh, feel empathy and sympathy when you see that photograph but 
when you step back a little bit and think about it, Joe Biden's used that photograph in every election campaign since. And why didn't he... You know, get sworn in. Get sworn in in anywhere other than his kid's hospital room is a very valid question. Yeah. Yeah. He could have, and they're right in the foreground. He's used that, um, every time. And it's quite sickening. Uh, you know, even when he met with the uh, family members of the 13 fallen, um, service personnel, um, who were killed in Kabul in the botched, his botched withdrawal from Afghanistan, um, you know, you saw then how genuine his empathy is. Uh, those parents were disgusted by his behaviour. He's looking at his watch constantly as the bodies were being brought home. Um, and then when he talked to them, they said that he just talked about himself. He just talked about um, his son, Bo, who died several years earlier of brain cancer, not from uh, falling in the line of duty as their sons did because of the incompetent president who was seeking a timeline that suited him politically to get out of Afghanistan. So um, I think that, you know, over time, the mythology that Joe Biden has built around himself is crumbling. Um, Honest Joe certainly is. Modest Joe. I mean, he has a a champagne lifestyle and so does his entire family. And you can see that just from the indictment of Hunter Biden where, um, you know, the millions of dollars that he lavished on himself and his own indulgences from hookers to, you know, tens of thousands of dollars on uh, clothes. I think it was $70,000 on new teeth, um, you know, hotel rooms, lavish hotel rooms. Uh, you know, money is no object. And do you, um, do you feel, by the way, Miranda, last question for you, and thank you for the time here. Do you feel some measure of vindication that years now after your initial report, basically if you look at that, uh, those charges fought, uh, filed for tax evasion, uh, issues with Hunter. All of it's now been proven to be true. I mean, I'm sure you read that complaint. A lot of it was reporting that you had previously put out there based on the laptop. Is that some form of personal validation now that it took three years and anybody with a functional brain who'd read your reporting knew how valid it was, but now it's out there in the public domain and impossible to ignore? Yeah, kind of. I mean, look, it, it was so obviously true, and anyone with half a brain and who was honest uh, knew it was true from the start. Um, and Joe Biden's continual lies and cover-up, the, the immense cover-up from the DOJ and the FBI and the CIA um, shows that they obviously have something to hide. And I don't think we've uncovered it all yet. Uh, so um, let's hope that, you know, justice does come and accountability does come and that the American people... Uh, especially that part of the public that is being uh, gaslit by um, their media sources, um, that they actually come to their senses and realise the truth and that something is done about this corruption in Washington. Because if if the Biden family gets away with uh, this outright corruption and selling out uh, America's national security, then, um, you know, the next person that does it will be even worse. Miranda Devine, everybody. Always fantastic, Miranda. Appreciate you being here. Great to be with you guys. You know, if you're struggling to find the right gift for people this holiday, and I know what that's like in, in the world of Amazon, right? People get their, themselves whatever they want most days, and, you know, it's hard to find a gift that has meaning and that brings people together, that will give the family something to do sitting around the fire for Christmas, for New Year's. Um, and I've got a great suggestion to that end. Legacy Box. 
Clay has done this for his family. I've done it for my family. Because if you've got old videotapes, slides, or print photos from your past, you can get them digitally transferred so they're preserved for future generations to come. And it's also a lot of fun because once they're digitally transferred, they're up in the cloud or you have them on a thumb drive, you can have it on your phone. You can send each other these old photos. You can watch those old videos. You know, I've got school plays on our old VHS tapes. We've got musical performances, uh, all kinds of stuff that we all can have fun together and make fun of each other with. So it's great. Go to LegacyBox.com slash Buck. That's LegacyBox.com slash B-U-C-K. They'll walk you through the steps. It's so easy. Get the box sent to you today and fill it up at your leisure. There's no quick turnaround on this one. So if you want to put it under the tree, that's great. But get the box now. Put it under the tree. You send it in when you're ready to send it in. But the good news is that Legacy Box has a great deal right now. So their regular prices are more than 50 to 60% off, uh, or rather it is 50 to 60% off the regular prices. You can digitally transfer videotapes right now for just $9 a tape. Photos are professionally scanned for as low as seven cents a photo. So just go to legacybox.com slash buck, get the box sent to you, fill it with your old VHS, photos, tapes, all that stuff, send it in and enjoy it for generations to come. Want more Clay and Buck that you didn't hear on the show? Get podcast extras in the Clay and Buck podcast feed. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Pure Talk, the cell phone company we both rely on, is further investing in their customers without charging an extra penny. Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in more than 50 countries, too. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. You keep your phone number and your phone unless you want to get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Up to you. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, hey, I'm covered, no worries. Not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. And that can be a lot of money for your family, but how do you know you're not being overbilled? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. So unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claim comes in, HealthLock technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it before you see another health care provider. HealthLock.com. HealthLock.com. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? 
It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Welcome back in, team. We're going to be talking to Andy McCarthy, letting him update some of what he uh, analyzed for us yesterday because of this legal bombshell news that the Supreme Court will be taking up this issue of the uh, reading of the statute regarding obstruction of an official proceeding. Then we'll also talk to Julie Kelly in the next hour about how this could affect J6 prisoners and the, the, some of the more, some of the downstream effects of that. So there's big stuff coming together here. And um, I'll, I'll just say, uh, Clay, I, I want to take a couple calls here, but if the legal thing against Trump, I mean, I, I don't know what we call it, like the, the legal, I've said assault, onslaught, uh, stratagem, whatever you want to call it. If it basically collapses before we even get into summer 2024, meaning it's either delayed or, you know, maybe even some of this stuff isn't going to, isn't going to survive appeal and and all the rest of it. Uh, I I think Democrats that I think then it is panic button time for them with, I I don't know what they're going to do, but they've been in the back of their minds this whole time thinking doesn't matter that it's Biden because we're going to get Trump with this stuff. Yeah. I think the the news today, and we're going to talk with Andy McCarthy here in a few minutes, and we'll also talk about it with Julie Kelly. I think it's a bombshell, and and I don't think most people have realized how significant it is. Again, the Supreme Court is taking up a case to challenge the federal government's use of half of the charges that have been brought, two of the four that have been brought against Trump by Jack Smith for January 6th related misdeeds. That's a big deal. Because at a minimum, I don't understand, and we'll talk with Andy McCarthy about this, how in the world they could now hope to start this trial on March 4th. And to your point, Buck, I think it gets bumped back to summer. Maybe it doesn't even end up happening at all. And I haven't heard a lot of people even analyze this because I feel like this is the linchpin, the must-have for any chance for Joe Biden to really be able to win is to is to play all this lawfare. Uh, John in Columbus, Ohio, a couple of callers. What you got for us? Good, good afternoon. Uh, when you're talking about Bud Light and Budweiser, um, my biggest problem was, A, I've been drinking it for almost 40 years and taking a lot of guff for it. And when <laughs> she came out and said, we're trying to change the image of the people drinking our product, yep. they were basically addressing me. And they also yep. called it a fratty beer. When I was in yeah. college, no one drank Bud Light because it was too expensive. They drank That's right. Light. You know, look, it's a very good point. Thank and you for I mean, the call. Thank you. One, you know, it would be like us coming on radio being like, yeah, we just people who like America. I don't, I don't like those people. Like, what are you doing? Right. I mean, it's insane to insult your core audience. And that is what Bud Light did. Yeah. Let me get quickly. And well, we'll get Ruth a little bit later. Ruth has been waiting a while. I want to get her. She's well, got a good question. You, you want to just, we, we could, oh, Ruth, do it quickly. We 30 seconds. Go ahead. You can fit it in. Am I up? Yep, you're up. You got 20 seconds. Okay. I've never heard it addressed whether somebody can be pardoned before they've been convicted. 
Yes. It's a fantastic question. The answer is yes, they could do that. Um, remember, Gerald Ford pardoned Richard Nixon from all potential crimes that he could face right after he took presidency. Bill Clinton pardoned financier and Democrat donor Mark Rich after he fled justice to live in Switzerland. There you go. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.